0: Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandknot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Huckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, and Patrick, and Todd Atkins-Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
1: Good morning, Lacers. Uh, Bonnie Violet here, uh, queer chaplain. Um, I'm coming in a little early this morning. I have a doctor's appointment at 8.45, and the timing's a little wild, so I just figured I would pop in real quick before my doctor's appointment since I got here early. Um, sorry for the mask, it's just I'm outside and need to maybe cover up if somebody comes. So, um, uh, so we're meeting about... Um, you know, we're talking about when we felt connected to to God, to spirit, um, that sort of thing. And um, something just came to mind. I wasn't sure what I was going to share. But um, I remember when I... Um, this isn't as, like, I think, gaudy, if you will. <laughs> um, I remember there was a time in my life when I used to love to dance. Um, and I used to love to dance on the dance floor, at the club, bar. And um, I had so much fun with it. Like... Um, i for whatever reason i was able there was this time in my life where i was able to get into a mode to where i could just like just let go of everything and just like let loose and just let my body move with the rhythm of the music no matter how like um funky or interesting or odd it might feel which which was you you have to i have to realize that that was like quite the um quite the like feat for for someone who's who has been always so scared to like you know get who gets who grew up getting criticized like kind of um criticized about like standing this way sitting this way not speaking up like all these sorts of things and I was very self-conscious and I was very um scared to express myself um a lot growing up and even into my adulthood and it was magical. And I feel like it was a spiritual experience, especially in a time in which I wasn't allowed, allowed, quote unquote, allowed to access, um, God and spirituality in a way that I once had before. And, um, so I feel like this was in some ways like my worship. It was like my time of communion with, um, with my higher self, with my spirit, um, with something outside of me as well. And, I mean I would get my life like I would go I think I really felt like it was a space for me to like let out all the stresses all the anxieties all the the worries of the world and just you know this was back in the raven days so I was a total raven raven raving club kid um and I just I got my life um I remember even having people who would who would just who would watch me I remember being able to like I had friends that I would go dancing with all the time and um, uh, I could do these things where I could like mimic them like they could be dancing and I could be like, okay, now do the Tim or do the Melissa and could kind of pick up one another's characteristics and vibes and uh, that was such a magical time in my life. Um, I uh, I don't know how much drugs, honestly, <laughs> I don't know, I think initially it might have been like the drugs helped with that but I think it was also just there was such a time in my life where I would just like... I. I desired and I needed, I was desperate for that feeling of freedom and that feeling of not giving any fucks, I guess, Um, just because I'd always been so concerned and worried about that so much. Good morning, Tina. I'm just seeing it there. Um, uh, And so that was a magical time in my life. And I remember, I mean, that was such a magical, powerful time, like I loved it, like it just I felt so good, and uh, it wore out all the, all the ickiness of everything. And um, I remember when I first got sober, um, I had, I was like, I had felt like I'd got to a point where like I could only like. I remember when I went to go dance for the first time when I wasn't drinking or on any drugs or anything like that. And I remember going to go dance, and I was like, Wait a minute, I hadn't like I hadn't been dancing for a long time. And actually, even when I was drinking and using and partying, I had stopped dancing. I would stopped dancing, like, way before I even realized it. until I went to start to dance again sober, did I realize that um, I had lost that. And now I can dance sober. I can do karaoke sober. um, I can do do everything that I did then um, without all that, which is really cool. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, you know, sometimes I think this spiritual shit feels like it has to be some sort of like orchestrated thing in a church or a spiritual space or out of meditation or whatever and uh, it can just be something that that just gives you life something that animates your body something that allows you to just be free and allows you to just be and exist and and maybe even be a little extra Um, uh, yeah I think that's about all I'm gonna say. It's a little weird standing outside the the doctor's office in the bushes, Um, but I wanted to make sure I kept my commitment of going live every morning uh, during this process for lacing your narrative with a spiritual thread. Um, If you aren't aware of what I'm doing, just check out the links in the description. You're welcome to join at any time. Yeah, take care and have a blast day, everybody. I'll see if I can find the um, button to say goodbye can do the ticker now let's see and we'll play the outro music
0: Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24 year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other and still some of it we don't, but we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love ya. Bye.